My name is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide. Today we have some good news. The good news is that we're going to fear not. Did you know that fear is a spirit? And that spirit originated with the enemy, the devil, Satan, the liar, the accuser. Jesus defeated him. And we're going to talk today about living free from that fear. Because fear is present in so many things. It's hidden in worry. It's hidden in questioning. It's hidden in schedules. Why is this happening and not this? And why is nothing ever going well for me? That's fear. And Jesus obliterated the devil, including his spirit of fear. So we're going to talk today from the word about how to address the fear and then eradicate it and, and enforce the victory that Jesus already instilled for us. But we have a responsibility to do that. All right, so let's start. Jesus became human to fully identify with us. We see this in Philippians, but also um, I'm reading today from Hebrews in several translations and also the pursuit of his presence devotional on today's date, March 24th. So he experienced death for us. Jesus did. By doing so, he annihilated the effects of the lying accuser, which is our enemy. And the enemy tries to seduce us with his pressure, distractions, feelings, physical symptoms, pain, and negative situations. The devil even uses what seems like a positive circumstance or a positive answer to prayer to get us off. So we need to know our enemy. By embracing death, Jesus set us free from Satan's bondage and all his tormenting fears. Friends, it is our responsibility to crucify our mind, mortify the deeds of our body, crucify our will, our emotions. The only way that works forever is the way Jesus teaches us. And he teaches us to do this in his word. Let me show you why the word is the way that eradicates fear. This is Hebrews 4, 12, and this is coming from the Amplified Classic. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. All right, we're talking about God's word. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, which is called the soul, and the immortal spirit, and the joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature. The word of God exposes and sifts and analyzes and judges the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. It was the word of God that set me free. And I wanted to share that with you. And let me keep going. So did y'all know that I tried to crucify my flesh, mortify the deeds of my mind and my body with willpower for many years? And this is what I was talking about. I'm talking about like when I was um, in college and in my early 20s. It worked for a few years. Yet, when the mind and the body is not when it's left unattended to or it's allowed to run wild or it's called lasciviousness actually 
the enemy can gain access. He's God of the flesh, God of the natural order, God of the world system. And before I realized this, my mind had been taken over by a demonic influence. It was so bad. <laughs> I felt trapped. I was caught off guard. In those years, I guess, um, I'm not going to remember the year, I guess, we didn't know about the power of our words and our thoughts, much less our responsibility that we're supposed to monitor our mind and the thoughts that come in, and we're supposed to bring them to the obedience of Christ and cast out what is, is not of God. 2 Corinthians 10.5 teaches us this. So if most of you know, by the grace of God, the Holy Spirit came over my dad. This is when I was in Charlotte, finished college, working for my parents, and I was just having a really hard time, and the, the Holy Spirit came over my dad, and by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, he all of a sudden laid his hands on top of my head. I think it was on my forehead. And he cast that demonic entity out of me. I, I don't think it was planned. I don't think he was musing over it and thinking, okay, next time I see Lisa, I'm going to cast out the devil. I really believe it was the Spirit of God that told him to do that. So I was in my early 20s. I immediately fell to the floor. And finally, that locked grip that the enemy had had on me for years was broken. And the way that happened, I didn't I didn't know to monitor my thoughts, and I didn't know that if we don't monitor our thoughts and our and stay in control by the Spirit of God, the enemy has access and he can move in. He's trying to get our will so that he can move into our body, and then that's how he can take over. And it's it's sick, but we can be free. So, um. That started, then I started my journey of exploration and what happened and trying to discern all this that I know now, finding myself, so to speak, reading a lot of books and then also the Word of God. So it wasn't until my early 40s that I grasped what, what, what I'm sharing today, which is total and complete victory in every area of life by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. This is how God designed for us to live. He knew this, we were going to be living in the fallen world. So he has equipped us. We don't have to be subject to fear our whole lives, try, or, nor try to manage it. Fear is from the devil himself. It's a spirit. And because of Jesus, we can be free. When we fill up with his word by the spirit, the word has the yoke destroying power, the anointing, and it breaks and it destroys the power and sets us free, the power of the pull of the enemy, right? And it sets us free and it keeps us free. So no matter where we are in this journey, you might think this sounds too much. Well, we're living in the last days. And so if you haven't experienced this, you might know other people that have, but you, it would be good to know what to do. So we're we are in the journey. It doesn't matter. It's my assignment to live God's way by the Holy Spirit and share his good news. And the good news is that you were, to, you and I, all of God's children were created to live in triumph, triumphant life, really. We have to, we have to, excuse me, we have to, that doesn't make sense. Oh, so yeah, we, so how does it happen? We have to hear about it. We have to hear the good news, the, the anointed word 
then we choose to obey God's word, which teaches us how. Um, that's really it. So I just wanted to encourage you, no fear here in the name of Jesus. That's Isaiah, I think 41.10 as well. And all throughout the scripture, Jesus says, fear not, fear not. And it's not just when things are going good, make sure you don't fear. It's it's in the midst of the most devastating circumstances or what might feel like that. Or Jairus, when his daughter was at point of death and then his um, his folks that working with him came and said she died and Jesus said, fear not. It's the same thing we do today. No matter what happens, no matter what we see, no matter what we're experiencing, even in the middle of something devastating, we say glory to God. We refuse to fear. We praise God. And watch how our angels can just take us out of a situation or fix everything. But this is a process and a journey and it takes time. But I'm trying to encourage you. I want to encourage you to realize that you have this strength in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the Holy Spirit. And you can be free from fear too. All right. Talk to you soon.